So I want to take a second here and just record this because I, I was thinking about this the other day and it popped up again and I feel like the reason it popped up is because I should be recording it. And I don't know honestly if I'm going to share this or not, but I wanted to get it down anyways because I think it's super key and it's a reminder for myself as well as a reminder for everyone who this reaches. And that is, do not rely on anything outside of you to make you feel happy, to make you feel fulfilled, to make you feel joy, to make you feel internally just full, whole, complete, worthy. It's up to you to do whatever it is you need to do to get yourself to a point where you generate all of that internally as your baseline and that's how you operate and this is a lot easier said than done trust me we all sometimes experience and i'm sure for some people it'll be more than others but we all sometimes get hard on ourselves and we have that negative self-talk and we think we're not worthy when in reality we are worthy and we have to do whatever it is we need to do and it does require work sometimes to start recognizing our innate value, our innate worthiness and wholeness and fullness, and understanding that when you generate that happiness internally and joy internally and fulfillment internally, you're unstoppable. There's nothing externally that can infiltrate the way that you see yourself and deter you from seeing yourself in a higher regard because you've done the work on yourself and just as I mentioned in a previous episode about foundation, the importance of building that relationship with yourself, having foundations in what you're doing, you build that foundation internally. You know yourself, you love yourself, you have that self-love. And whatever it is you do, whatever it is you touch, that self-love's gonna shed light on it. It's like the baseline for everything. You know yourself, you understand that you are worthy, you understand that you are whole and complete, and you aren't afraid to just be yourself because you respect yourself. Now, I want to take a second to read a little bit of an excerpt from one of my favorite books, which is The Mastery of Love by Don Miguel Ruiz. If you follow me on TikTok, you know I've mentioned this book a lot, and I highly recommend reading this book for anyone who is getting into self-development for the first time, because I think this is foundational. This is a foundational topic, self-love. And the mastery of love really highlights the importance of self-love. And if you're getting to a relationship for the first time or you're having difficulties in your relationship, this is another book I would recommend. So I want to read a little bit from this book and hopefully it will resonate with you. The man who didn't believe in love. I want to tell you a very old story about the man who didn't believe in love. This was an ordinary man, just like you and me. But what made this man special was his way of thinking. He thought love doesn't exist. Of course, he had a lot of experience trying to find love and he had observed the people around him. Much of his life had been spent searching for love, only to find that love didn't exist. Wherever this man went, he used to tell people that love is nothing but an invention of the poets, an invention of religions, just to manipulate the weak mind of humans, to have control over humans, to make them believe. He said that love is not real, 
and that's why no human could ever find love even though he might look for it. This man was highly intelligent, he was very convincing. He read a lot of books, he went to the best universities, and he became a respected scholar. He could stand in any public place, in front of any kind of people, and his logic was very strong. What he said was that love is just like a drug. It makes you very high and it creates a strong need. You can become highly addicted to love, but what happens when you don't receive your daily doses of love? Just like a drug, you need your everyday doses. He used to say that most relationships between lovers are just like a relationship between a drug addict and the one who provides the drug. The one who has the biggest need is like the drug addict. The one who has a little need is like the provider. The one who has the little need is the only one who controls the whole relationship. You can see this dynamic so clearly because usually in every relationship there is one who loves the most and the other who doesn't love, who only takes advantage of the one who does give his or her heart. You can see the way they manipulate each other, their actions and reactions, and they are just like the provider and the drug addict. The drug addict, the one who has the biggest need, lives in constant fear that perhaps he will not be able to get his next dosage of love or the drug. The drug addict thinks, what am I going to do if she ever leaves me? That fear makes the drug addict very possessive. That's mine. The drug addict becomes jealous and demanding because the fear of not having the next dosage. The provider can control and manipulate the one who needs the drug by giving more doses, fewer doses, or no doses at all. The one who has the biggest need completely surrenders and will do whatever he can to avoid being abandoned. The man went on explaining to everyone why love doesn't exist. What humans call love is nothing but a fear relationship based on control. Where is the respect? Where is all the love they claim to have? There is no love. Young couples in front of the representation of God, in front of their family and friends, make a lot of promises to each other, to live together forever, to love and respect each other, to be there for each other, through good times and through bad times. They promise to love and honor each other and make promises and more promises. What is amazing is that they really believe these promises. But after the marriage, one week later, a month later, a few months later, you can see that none of these promises are kept. What you find is a war of control to see who will manipulate whom. Who will be the provider and who will be the addiction. You find that a few months later, the respect they swear to have for each other is gone. You can see the resentment, the emotional poison, how they hurt each other little by little, and it grows and grows until they don't know when the love stops. They stay together because they are afraid to be alone, afraid of the opinions and judgment of others, and also afraid of their own judgments and opinions. But where is the love? He used to claim that he saw many old couples that had lived together 30 years, 40 years, 50 years, and were so proud to have lived together all those years. But when they talked about their relationship, what they said was, we survived the matrimony. That means one of them surrendered to the other. At a certain time, she gave up and decided to endure the suffering. The one with the strongest will and less need won the war. But where is that flame they call love? They treat each other like a possession. She is mine, he is mine. The man went on and on about the reasons why he believed love doesn't exist. 
he told others, I have done all that already. I will no longer allow anyone to manipulate my mind and control my life in the name of love. His arguments were quite logical. And he convinced many people by all his words, love doesn't exist. And then one day this man was walking in a park. And there on a bench was a beautiful lady who was crying. When he saw her crying, he felt curiosity. Sitting beside her, he asked if he could help her. He asked why she was crying. You can imagine his surprise when she told him she was crying because love doesn't exist. He said, This is amazing. A woman who finally believes that love doesn't exist. Of course he wanted to know more about her. Why do you say that love doesn't exist? He asked. Well, it's a long story, she replied. I married when I was very young, with all the love, all the illusions, full of hope that I would share my life with this man. We swore to each other our loyalty, respect, and honor, and we created a family, but soon everything changed. I was the devoted wife who took care of the children in the home. My husband continued to develop his career, and his success and image outside of the home was more important to him than our family. He lost respect for me, and I lost respect for him. We hurt each other. And at a certain point, I discovered that I didn't love him, and he didn't love me either. But the children needed a father, and that was my excuse to stay and do whatever I could to support him. Now the children are grown and they have left. I no longer have any excuse to stay with him. There's no respect. There's no kindness. I know that even if I find someone else, it's going to be the same because love doesn't exist. There's no sense to look around for something that doesn't exist. That is why I'm crying. Understanding her very well, he embraced her and said, You are right. Love doesn't exist. We look for love, we open our heart, and we become so vulnerable just to find selfishness. That hurts us even if we don't think it will hurt. It doesn't matter how many relationships we have, the same thing happens again and again. Why even search for love any longer? They were so much alike and they became the best friends ever. It was a wonderful relationship. They respected each other and they never put each other down. With every step they took together, they were happy. There was no envy or jealousy. There was no control. There was no possessiveness. The relationship kept growing and growing. They loved to be together because when they were together, they had a lot of fun. When they were not together, they missed each other. One day when the man was out of town, he had the weirdest idea. He was thinking, hmm, maybe what I feel for her is love. But this is so different from what I've ever felt before. It's not what the poet says it is. It's not what religion says. Because I am not responsible for her. I don't take anything from her. I don't have the need for her to take care of me. I don't need to blame her for my difficulties or take my dramas to her. We have the best time together. We enjoy each other. I respect the way she thinks and, and the way she feels. She doesn't embarrass me. She doesn't bother me at all. I don't feel jealous when she's with other people. I don't feel envy when she is successful. Perhaps love does exist, but it's just not what everyone thinks love is. He could hardly wait to go back home and talk to her, to let her know about this weird idea. As soon as he started talking, she said, I know exactly what you were talking about. I had the same idea long ago, but I didn't want to share it with you because I know you don't believe in love. Perhaps love does exist, but it isn't what we thought it was. They decided to become lovers and to live together. And it was amazing that things didn't change. They still respected each other. 
They were still supportive of each other and the love grew more and more. Even the simplest things made their hearts sing with love because they were so happy. The man's heart was so full with all the love he felt that one night a great miracle happened. He was looking at the stars and he found the most beautiful one. And his love was so big that the stars started coming down from the sky and soon that star was in his hands. Then a second miracle happened and his soul emerged with that star and he was intensely happy and he could hardly wait to go to the woman and put that star in her hands and prove his love to her. As soon as he put the star in her hands, she felt a moment of doubt. This love was overwhelming. And in that moment, the star fell from her hands and broke in a million little pieces. Now there is an old man walking around the world swearing that love doesn't exist. And there is a beautiful old woman at home waiting for a man, shedding a tear for a paradise that was once in her hands. But for one moment of doubt, she let it go. This is the story about the man who didn't believe in love. Who made the mistake? Do you want to guess what went wrong? The mistake was on the man's part for thinking he could give the woman his happiness. The star was his happiness, and his mistake was to put his happiness in her hands. Happiness never comes from outside of us. He was happy because of the love coming out of him. She was happy because of the love coming out of her. But as soon as he made her responsible for his happiness, she broke the star because she could not be responsible for his happiness. Now that's basically what I just wanted to read um, from this book, The Mastery of Love by Don Miguel Ruiz. I highly, highly recommend reading this book. Hopefully you got something from that story and you can apply it with anything in your life. Like it doesn't just need to be for relationships. If you put your happiness in something else, if you wait to feel gratitude for having the things that you want in your life, if you wait to feel fulfilled until you get your dream or your goal, you're always going to be in waiting and you give your power up when you do that. You let another force outside of you control the way that you are internally and the way that you operate internally. When you spend the time figuring out who it is you are, what it is you want to do, and you start building that foundation internally, you have this endless cycle of love and joy and happiness and fulfillment and gratitude already within you, which makes you a magnet for the things that you want. You are operating from this energy, which means like energy attracts like energy, of course, which means you're going to draw good and happiness and fulfillment and gratitude and joy into your life already as a byproduct because like energy attracts like energy. Always remember that. Have this never-ending cycle of love and joy and happiness already internally within you. Let that be the base, base layer foundational aspect that you always keep in mind. So when you do get into a relationship, when you do have a goal in mind that you want to achieve, you aren't waiting for that external thing to trigger that happiness inside you. You aren't waiting for the fulfillment to happen externally for you to feel that fulfillment internally or that gratitude internally. It's already in you. You already have it in, inside you. You just share your completeness with the gratitude or the, or the fulfillment that comes with whatever it is you want externally. Generate it internally. Know that when you give up your power and you put your happiness onto somebody else or you put your fulfillment on something else, a goal that you have planned out for the future, you give your power up. You can't rely on anything external, anything outside of you to make you feel fulfilled and happy. That is done within. And the second that you start operating from the energy 
that I am full, I am whole, I am complete internally, and you know that. Everything that you touch externally gets better because you you have that standard set for yourself. You have that self-respect. You know who it is you are. So for anyone out there that feels less whole, less worthy, start spending more time internally. Start spending more time in meditation. Start spending more time figuring out what it is you love and start engaging in activities that elevate your level of energy. What are you passionate about? How can you date yourself or make yourself the priority? Do whatever it is you need to do to make yourself the priority. And the second that you start doing that, your energy shifts. And when you shift your energy, everything changes. You are worthy. You are full. You are complete. Start seeing yourself as complete. Start seeing yourself as worthy. Start seeing yourself as whole. Start seeing yourself as fulfilled now. And I guarantee you that the second that you do that, everything will change. Don't rely on anything externally to make you feel the way that you want to feel. You can generate it within yourself now. And when you operate from that energy, you become a magnet for positivity. You become a magnet for everything that it is you want. So hopefully you got something positive, some small piece of value from listening to this recording like i said that excerpt that i just read is from the mastery of love by don miguel ruiz i highly recommend reading it it's one of my all-time favorites focus on being fulfilled internally and doing whatever it is you need to do to put yourself first and understand that you are whole and complete and full regardless of anything